0: everyone has their time if that's one thing i've seen right
1: everyone has their
0: time this person is on top right now but it will not last forever not in a horrible way Mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. your time is also coming
1: welcome to the caught off guard podcast the podcast where no topic is off limits my name is patricia bright I'm a content creator on YouTube and a self-proclaimed entrepreneur. On this podcast, we're gonna have some amazing and successful guests who are all trailblazers in their own individual fields from models to business owners to experts in the lady area. I'm going to find out what makes them tick, laugh, how they got to where they are, and even be brave enough to ask them what's in their wallet. As they say, honesty is the best policy, and hopefully you're about to be caught off guard. In this week's episode, we speak to multi-award-winning singer and songwriter Camille. Camille has created numerous number one smash hits for some of the world's biggest artists, including your faves, Little Mix, and she has an incredible voice. This episode is all about the art of the silent hustle. We talk about hustling behind closed doors, the benefits of doing it, and when to use all you've learned to step out from behind the scenes and come into your own. I love this conversation. I feel like Camille's journey is relevant to so many people for so many reasons. So, buckle in and let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to today's Court Off Guard podcast. I am Patricia Bright, and I am here with the amazing Camille. Camille with a K. I Hi actually everyone. Know- I know Camille actually with a C. Um, but you know, Camille's stage name out here, she is absolutely amazing, and I'm so glad that you could oh, be on here. I'm so happy to be here. We've actually known each other for a ages. number of ages. Years. ages. And what I wanted to do with this podcast is bring on people that I know but who are like absolutely amazing. And Camille was Ooh. very low-key. She I am is low-key, low key, but I I'm am low key. like. I'm about to list (laughs) off her accolades because I really feel like it's so important um, for people to know, um, you know, what she's doing out here. But I also feel like you're a really good example of like someone who's doing moves and just changing stuff and making waves. But, you you know, not everyone knows about it, but you're doing it in secret. (laughs) So I brought Camille on here today because she is an award winning songwriter. She has got how many number ones was it that Mm. we saw on here? think six six number ones was it 25 know.
0: hits oh within the top 10 know, of the yeah. uk There's she's written few. for a lot of people so I actually went, look she's so shy i just don't know what it like, is. i'm just so grateful for it but i don't know how it happened yeah Do you know what i mean i, I don't know because i would see camille <laughs> and i always knew that camille
1: was in music but then you'll see like this little mix number one and you're like oh Camille wrote it (laughs) and then all this other stuff will come out and I was like okay fine we need to talk about this so I'm going to read a little bit about Camille Oh, gosh. So she's worked with chart-topping musicians like Little Mix, Clean Bandit and and Jess Glynn. You might not have heard of her, but a lot of the songs that you hear that are number ones and have won awards have been written by your girl, Camille. She's one of the UK's most successful female hit writers and producers, and her songs have racked up over four billion combined streams and hundreds of hours of radio airplay all over the world. I
0: didn't even know that one. Oh my God. <laughs> but we've got you guys you. got facts. Don't worry.
1: So you've had two back-to-back number ones. So with Jess Glynn's I'll Be There and Clean Bandit featuring Demi Lovato solo. Oh, yeah. And actually that it's you crazy. going solo. Yeah. You're the one singing it's the solo. solo, solo. It's usually me
0: singing like all the bits that sound like a man or like a weird what? like yardy person. All the ad
1: Yeah, I love that. And both were nominated for the 2019 Brit Awards for British Single. She won the Brit Awards for Best British Single of the Year in 2017 for Little Mix's smash hit, Shout Out to My Ex.
0: What was that about, girl? That was about pain, that song. (laughs) Honestly, like I've never been so happy for something to come out. Those girls were going for it. So, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, amazing.
1: Yeah. So, hold on.
0: you picked up (laughs)
1: over 12 UK platinum records... Your Brit Global, ASCAP BMI award-winning songwriter, and in 2018, Camille was named Songwriter of the Year at the A and R Awards 2018.
0: Oh gosh. That is some sh- some facts right there. How I don't like even know what to say them. Apple. Oh, I feel so <laughs> awkward even hearing that because it just doesn't feel like it's my life. Do you know what, I'm, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I've I just can... been writing and yeah, exactly. It's and I crazy. love that you kind of.
1: How did you get into it? Let's firstly get into it.
0: Well, I was a stockbroker. I don't know if anyone knows that, but I was not in this industry whatsoever. Background, finance. Background, exactly, girl. Background,
1: can we get a high Uh, five? uh, For the finance girls. My background
0: was finance as well. Your background was finance. Exactly. Right, okay. So, but I hated it. I don't know about you, but it just wasn't for me. (laughs) She's like, yeah, it just wasn't for me. And every day I would dream about music. So I used to hang around in studios and I would just be loitering in corridors, literally (laughs) like some weird little, I don't know, and stalking producers on the internet and stalking artists. And I just wanted to be in music. Yeah. And then I have one studio I was hanging around in, um, I ended up writing this song and it went to number one. It was for the Saturdays. It was my first song out and my parents were like, okay, you can try this for a bit. I was, what, maybe like 21, 22? But that was a really, really big break for me. I was lucky to have that. That
1: is mad. So hold on. You you went to uni, right? Yeah. Or you went to uni, yeah. you graduated. Because yeah. a lot of people think they have to start really young. Oh my gosh. You know you have Not to be like anymore. sixteen and get caught out. But you no. are working a career. Yeah. But bearing in mind you have Natural talent. (laughs) I was like, I could be in the music industry. Meanwhile, you can't sing, can't do any music or anything. It might not be for you, okay, but you play music. And you've been musical for a long time. But Uh, you didn't
0: necessarily explore that. No, and in fact, I always wanted to be an artist. And now I'm actually, you know, being able to be an artist too, which is so Mm -hmm. exciting. Um, But I came through as a songwriter. That was my step into the industry. Mm by accidentally writing a song. Accidentally. Do you know what it is? It's like I was following these guys in the studio, who I was this studio I was in particularly, and they were kind of teaching me how to write songs. Right, I didn't okay. really know what writing was. I thought it was just poems and melodies and stuff Mm -hmm. but they were like you're really good at this so I was like okay I didn't even know what writing really was um but it's only when I started doing it more I realized okay
1: and also right place right time of course surrounding yourself yeah in that environment yeah
0: and being brave as well because to walk out on your job is a big thing like I don't know about you but my parents were not having it so I kind of had to quickly prove I can do something right exactly it was a joke. I didn't know If this. that didn't work out, I'd probably be homeless right now. I'm not even joking, <laughs> so thank God. Oh, I out. can't believe
1: that. <laughs> so we have a section called The Eye Shaker. So I'm going to ask you some slightly awkward questions oh, God, that I want you to ask. Don't make them too um, awkward, And it's just to like break the ice and find out a little bit more. Okay, babes. And get into a little drama, if I'm you can. Excited. But I'm But Camille's such <laughs> a sweet girl that... I feel like drama is not a thing that would be, ever be near you. Oh. Okay. So has anyone ever stolen a song you've written and not credited you?
0: Oh, my gosh. Do you know what, right? That doesn't tend to happen a lot. But what you do get in the industry is sometimes you're not getting the first split of the song, maybe, which can happen. So then you have to have a good team around you who are going to like fight for you and make sure you're getting your, your okay. share.
1: So there's no, like, shady people out there, like, stealing your lyrics? No, I hear
0: hear stories, though. I haven't really had a lot of that. But in, like, an America, there's loads of stories about people not being credited. So I haven't really had any of that, thank God. Okay. Is
1: it possible to be successful in the music industry or any industry without connections?
0: Yes. Do you know why it is now? Because you can literally go, if you try hard enough, you can speak to anyone. Mm -hmm. Like... If you send them the right thing at the right time, like Rihanna could open your DM. Do you know what I mean? So I just think it's different now. I think you can kind of get where you need to get just by hustling and just by stalking people enough.
1: So be a stalker. Yeah, that's what I did. Is the goal to be signed or is the goal
0: to be independent? Oh, oh, that's a hard one because I've kind of done both. I don't know if anyone knows, but I've now set up my own record label and I'm doing it myself. So I was signed as well to a record label. I think both because there's benefits for both. Obviously doing it yourself, you know, you own more and you feel really super like buzz bitch and whatever, but then there's a lot of hard work that comes with it. I can imagine, yeah. So I don't know. I'd say both for that one.
1: Okay, and this is a little bit of a money question because we like talking about money. But where is the money in the music industry? Is it making your own music or making music for other people? Or is it even a thing? Do you have to be like Beyonce level <laughs> to
0: actually make some coins? No, do you know what? I think for me, I found that my success and my financial stability, as they came through writing. Okay. So as a writer, doesn't matter what happens with that song, I'll always be kind of good mm-hmm. as long as it's played on the radio to some extent yeah but I think right now, I'd say the money's probably in live performance, writing. And if you're one of those artists who has your own stuff going on, you've got your own setup, If you're owning stuff, yeah. then I'd say, yeah, in the record side. But mainly I'd say writing and live. How
1: much did relationship impact your songwriting? Oh gosh, so much. Yeah?
0: Yeah. Had some horror stories? People always say you should never go out of a writer because we'll just, we'll make you famous. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look what Adele did with her ex-man. She did not have time. That went straight into her songs. So. No. Yeah. okay yeah so don't date writers then i'd say just be be careful when you date a writer because if you do us wrong we're gonna write about them and make you famous yeah. as a douchebag yeah <laughs> okay Right. Well, i feel like we've like
1: shaken that ice a little bit i that's one too awkward though that's a good yeah no we know they, they were vetted <laughs> <They're> I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking so i have some questions maybe we want to delve a little bit more into your past to work out how you got to where you okay, are yeah, now. Okay, that's good. What kind of
0: music did you listen to when you were younger? I was listening to everything. Like My house was a mix of like R&B and yeah. Motown and hip hop. I've got a big sister and a big brother and they were always playing like Pharrell and Jay-Z and I just wanted to be cool like them so I would like <laughs> steal their CDs and yeah. stuff. But I found that I was always looking at. Did you ever look at the. You know when you used to pull out the the sleeves of the CD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever look at the credits and stuff or the no. thank you notes? No. So I was addicted to doing that. Oh. I remember pulling out the Mariah Carey one and being. She'd the, be like. The butterfly one. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she'd be like, thank you, Jermaine, for all you've done and thank you to. Da-na-na. And all those people, I'd go and look at who they were. No. I was really surprised. I
1: liked looking at the pictures of like the artist, like when they had different like poses. Like, oh yeah. My first album so cringe was Christina Aguilera Strict.
0: <gasps> oh babe, I love that album. That's I don't one know the
1: best why, album. but I was like really a
0: Christina That's fast. when she just started going on her yeah. kind of sexy thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I she remember just that got one.
1: sexy. And then I remember like each image was actually quite, not raunchy, but a little bit. She was a bit mm, like, she was. Oh my yeah. god. She was like, oh my gosh, maybe she one was. Day I could be like oh this. God. But <laughs> yeah, that really. was the first thing that I, I liked. But I remember, didn't your dad have a club yeah, my gosh. This is how it's we're old how school like you, this. Wow, Pat. In the, okay, South London Gang Unite. I've also had Yami e. <laughs> e. Anderson on here. He's oh my also God, South London. I mean. And
0: other South Londoners. but Babe, the, there's not many the, of us, but we're, and, we're know, here. We're know, here strong, but, you know. My um, dad went, did have a club. i crazy. I think we went there at some point in time. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're, either you were there. Yes. Or we all It went. was called Illusions. Yeah. It was quite yeah, a popular it was, club. It was. In the South. It was, because there weren't many nightclubs like in Streatham where, where I was yeah, from yeah. and my dad opened up like the biggest club, club in
1: Streatham and it was like was I it, used to did go, go have and stuff? I can't but remember there was
0: everything there, there. Was everything I used to beg him to go because obviously I wasn't old enough so yeah, we were, none of us, none were, old of us were old enough to go to this club I used to beg him to go and I'd like wear my skimpy clothes when he make sure he didn't see me it was so fun <laughs>
1: don't let daddy catch you on <laughs> he a knew night he knew I was there but so. um so there is almost a, that like musical link there as well maybe oh my well,
0: gosh maybe? yeah like because I remember uh, he had, like, a PA system, so when the club was empty or in the daytime, I would go down there and sing on the mic. We're
1: bringing that out. It was really which, we were forgetting this, so fun. this, I'm finding it that's for you. so crazy. Yeah. I haven't
0: even thought about that. Yeah, I did used to do that a lot, and he would always be like, okay, you need to get off the mic now, means to open the club. Go and read your books. Go and read your book, <laughs> go home. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. Oh, amazing. And you also play musical instruments. Yeah.
0: You play. I play the piano, I play the guitar. I taught myself these things on YouTube. Oh, so on oh. YouTube you can learn anything if you're just patient enough. Yeah, you and really you can be can. bothered. Yeah. It's long. But was but, that yeah. recently or a while back? This was pretty bad. No, I could always play piano. In fact, I was kind of doing piano from school and then I brushed up through YouTube in mm. the last few years, but guitar I learned over the last couple of years. Through YouTube. That's called
1: dedication because I can't even watch a <laughs> video for more than four minutes. It's long, it's not easy. It's not easy. So were you a creative child?
0: I was a very creative child. I was a very annoying child. I was a very petty child. Like I was always being petty with my sister, but she was super creative too. So we would, we would argue and then we'd, you know, dance and we would, we would do little things like rap battles. I don't know if anyone used to have their, their siblings, but my yeah. sister would make me like rhyme in time. So she'd be like, the bat and the hat. And, and the
1: cat, and then you'd have to do your lyrics on top of I it. Have to be
0: like the dead and the, and you have to do it in time.
1: Right, okay, but no, <laughs> right? we didn't do this, you <laughs> no, Like Right, look okay, at me, like we, okay, like, no, we knew
0: more than doing that. No, we weren't. Oh, were not oh OK, Fine, no. it's fine. So, so
1: it's very interesting to see that potentially yeah. that this is always kind of oh my gosh, always there,
0: yeah um, underneath. I couldn't escape music in my childhood. Okay, couldn't so escape it. Me. Yeah, I loved it. Oh,
1: I love that. Okay, so actually going back to the instruments. Did it teach you anything about discipline and focus? And even being where you are now, do you feel
0: like you've had to do a lot yourself. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, I think right now the industry dictates that you have to do your own stuff now. Mm-hmm. You can't just sit and wait for people to do stuff. And I'm very proactive. Okay, yeah. Like you, I'm kind of like always on the go and always wanting to do stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would never like to sit around and wait, for example, for like a producer to finish the beat. I learned how to produce myself. Yeah. Just because I'm so annoying and creative and I have yeah. ideas at 3am and no one's awake at 3am. Do you so know you what I mean? do it yourself. I had to do it myself. So it was more that that forced forced me to do it but I also learned that the more you do the more people will help you for example when you're signed to a record deal just because you're signed it doesn't mean that you're going to be top of the list you need to Mm -hmm. show them that you're worthy of that yeah um and you need to work so yeah
1: how did you like perfect and like hone in your skills do you think it's because you just put in a number of hours
0: I think yeah it's the hours and also it's the love for it I don't think you're ever going to want to do loads of work on something or strive for something if you don't love it And I've really learned that the hard way, like you have to do something you enjoy in life to really succeed at it. So, yeah, I think it was more my love for what I do.
1: So you were working your job. Yeah. Right. And then you were leaving your job
0: and going to the studio afterwards.
1: I was. So how long did you work alongside that? Oh, my gosh.
0: I think all my working career. I was working through uni as well. So I remember I was going to uni and then I was going to the studio and I would sometimes not go to uni and go to the studio and I would lie and say I'm at uni when I wasn't like, oh, I was doing a lot of that. Me and my best friend, Nix, I don't know, you know yeah. Nix, don't you? My best yeah. friend, we used to literally get on the train, go up to uni and then just decide we wanted to come home. We come down the same day, like the next train back. We just couldn't be asked. But there were days when I was really, really vigilant about work. So. I was just kind of trying to do everything, and it got to a point where something had to give. That's what what it's always like.
1: There's that tug and pull because also you've got to make a living. I know. And I I worked for five years while I was doing YouTube and building my career on the side. And then I left my job, and then I got scared, and then I went back to my job or another job, and then I left again. So I feel like there's this element that you can do it all. Not not that you can do it all, but. Sometimes you might have to straddle two things. But people will look at your
0: success for example and think, Oh, it's so easy and Do you know what I mean? People don't know how long Pat has been doing this, like, for a minute. Do you know what I mean? I remember watching your videos when you were like, yeah, do you know what I mean? I think it was when I was still at work or even Crazy. just leaving uni. And now um, we're in her beautiful place. <laughs> and it's so gorgeous. I'm so proud of her. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, they so say proud. it takes
1: 10 years to make an overnight success.
0: Wow. So, like,
1: sometimes it looks like people have just wow. all That's of a sudden made me. it. Wow. But actually, I love like, that. it's been 10 years in the making. That's
0: real. That is so real. What did you study at college and uni then? I did... what well, At college, I did maths, physics and art. But physics was a joke. Like, I'm sorry. Why did I study that? It was physics absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. I don't remember anything from my physics A-level except momentum. Anyway.
1: My brain doesn't work like that. <laughs> There's
0: certain brains that work for physics.
1: Yeah, nah. we you was, did maths as well.
0: Well, I liked... After, the reason why I like maths, yeah, is not because I'm a geek or anything. It's just because... This and this is going to equal this. Yeah, okay. I like things that are factual, right, that I can use. Even though I need to brush up on my like, Sometimes I'm in the shop and I'm like, what's that come (laughs) to? But like, I liked maths for that reason. There was no question about it. I could, you don't see loads of revision. You just need to know to, to do something. Yeah, exactly. So it worked for my brain. Yeah. What but then I uni? did, so yeah, at uni, I did economics because I wanted to be in the financial industry. So, and that's what they said you needed and whatever. So I went so, that. To so, so similar to that. me. Like, I, I ended up, like, well, I did the
1: fashion marketing because I really loved fashion my whole life. But then I was like, no, people in fashion are broke. So, oh so I went and did accounting. <laughs> so I was like, no, no, no. I need, need to, like... Complete 180. I was like, no, no, no. funny, We need, so we need funny, to do babe. something else.
0: I need to make a living. So isn't it crazy you had two completely separate loves and now yeah. you've managed to kind of... Combine them. Combine them. Exactly. It's crazy.
1: When did you know you wanted to become a musician? Like, actually...
0: I think as I say it was when that number one happened that I was like yeah I can do this because that was pretty it felt easy to me it didn't feel like hard work I know it sounds really I'm not gassing myself I just mean a lot of the time writing songs isn't very hard Mm -hmm. if anyone says it's hard they're they're lying because it's fun you're just or it's difficult for them because it isn't their skill maybe (sighs) Because if someone told me to write a song, I'd be sitting here like... Yeah, like 100%. It has to be something that you're skilled at and that you're doing. But I mean, when you're professionally writing, anyone that says it's hard work is, is lying because it's, it's so much fun every day. Sometimes I question, is this a job? Like, yeah. I'm in the studio going... Da, da, da. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Having a great time. And having a, an order and delivery. That's what my day consists of. So <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's so much fun that I realised this is what I wanted to do because it married, as I say, like work with fun and Mm -hmm. something i enjoyed Mm
1: -hmm. so how did it work so you wrote a song because because you had been in the studio a while and then who did you give it to
0: so this is when i met my first manager i've got three managers okay because clearly it takes an army to raise me in this industry but i've got three managers and my first manager that i met he was always at this one studio that i was at yeah and I used to be, like, this quiet girl in the corner and mm-hmm. I would just hide in the shadows and stuff and not talk. And then one day he was like, who's that over there? Like, and the people were like, oh, that's Camille. She writes and whatever. Yeah. And then me and him just struck up a friendship. Okay. And it happens to be him that passed that one song I was talking to you guys about. Um he passed that song on to the record label where the Saturdays were, Mm -hmm. which was Polydor at the time. Yeah, I know them. And yeah, he he passed it on to a guy called Jordan and Jordan gave it to the girls and that's how it happened.
1: And is it literally words on a paper... Cause I actually, I don't even understand how it works. Is it words on <laughs> the paper or is it like a CD? Or it's, CD it's CD? Oh my God, i do I done. It's CD? Oh oh it, it sorry, like, that's it rec- hilarious. Why do people use the term <laughs> record? It's like, what does that even mean? What, is it on tape? Oh my gosh. What is, right, it is it on? Is MP3 it's an, file? It's an
0: MP3 file, Patricia. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Ancient. <laughs> it's MP3 file. And then that's usually emailed round. You know, like you said With the lyrics email. written down. Well, I'll have the lyrics. I don't tend to send out the lyrics with it because you can hear them on the song, innit? But Uh, if people ask me for the lyrics, I'll have them. Right, okay, But you tend to just... If I've written a song today, I'll have an MP3 of it and I'll bounce the music through a Logic, which is like a software... Don't don't even know Okay, so producers and songs... Bounce music
1: through Logic?
0: (laughs) Does that even sound like English? Let me explain. (laughs) We make music on production software. Okay. There's different types of production software. One of them is called Logic, the most popular one that I use. So will make music and record it. Mm-hmm. You like when you see producers on the yeah. on the beat doing the thing, like stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it. then at the end of it, when you bounce music, it's basically taking a recording of what you made, mm-hmm. and then that is an MP3 file. Right. Okay. So every all the songs and you hear, tape. no, not a We're tape. Babe. No one. We're not in 1920. Okay. <laughs> those
1: days are those days are gone. <laughs> <It's> quite old. <laughs>
0: but Yeah. But that's when what you it watch is.
1: old films. That's what they do. Is like I handed my tape to the. Five.
0: A and R as the son of my tape. Listen, AR people do not want to hear any kind of tape. Okay. They just want to MP3 files. Easy. Yes, yeah, so this is from yeah. email. In an email. It's a Music is all over email now. Okay, fine. Yeah. Amazing. I love
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we gotta know No, this that's staff, actually you know, true. That's a good question. Really that they need to
0: have you know, know. There are people in like London <laughs> handing out their CDs still. When I see that it really upsets me. Because <laughs> I think you should be at least handing out like a drive. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or like, I don't know. A little, um,
1: what's it called? Flat, yeah, a flash drive. A yeah. link.
0: So true. It's weird. But they're just trying to make £5 per CD. I know, but you took it with the times.
1: True, like, true, true. Yeah. Okay. So you have Jamaican and Cuban heritage.
0: I do. Were your
1: family supportive of you and your decision making?
0: Do you know what? They were supportive, but obviously trying to make it in the music industry as a young black girl as well mm-hmm. was like probably... To them, what are you doing? Like, this probably isn't going to work. We think you should do this. Especially in the UK as well. Come on, it's just unheard of. So my mum was very education driven and rightly so, trying to protect me. Mm -hmm. But we had a bit of, you know, conflict there because I wanted to do music and she was like, you need to do a degree, babe. So my dad was more of the one, I guess, a bit of a rebel. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll take you here to the studio and, you know, we'll just see how it goes. But they were still very much, you need to get education. Okay. Yeah. So But you did. You, you did I that did, as well. I did with much pain and like I hated it. I hated my whole uni experience. Yeah, I just yeah. it just wasn't for me. Uni is not for everyone and I didn't like it. But I'm grateful that I got my degree in the end. And I would always encourage people to study. Yeah. Even in this industry, like mm-hmm. there's things that you can learn. If you're trying to do something, you should study it
1: yeah no 100% do you feel like your parents taught you anything about working hard towards your dream
0: oh my gosh yeah my mum and dad are two of the most hardworking people in the world so my mum's got an MBE she was like oh wow she was crazy she was the chief executive of like all this amazing I'm not even gonna go into it but my mum's a G oh, my amazing. dad's an amazing property developer so having parents like that some tips from dad oh my gosh He's he's amazing. Having parents like that I just
1: hold on, pause, you just said your mum has an MBE. Yeah. I I was having this discussion with myself in my head yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I want an MBE. I don't know how. I don't know how. Yeah, well, yeah, no, oh. I think it's possible, like in my head, on my list, there's like on. MBE
0: for dot, 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 don't know what. I think you're definitely going to have that, babe. I, I You've to done find too much already, like no, you're, well that, much. you're well on route. You're well on route. It's because I
1: met Edward Enerfall the other day, and he's got <gasps> an MBE, and I was like, oh, actually, I could have one. Wow. Give me 10 more years.
0: I think you, the thing is, though, there's nothing to say that you, we can't. You could can have
1: one for like contribution towards UK music. I hope so. Now I remember my question. So <laughs> the music industry, and as a black woman in the yeah, UK, yeah. how have you found it and like what's going on, where is everyone
0: I think that this country I think they just accept you when there's talent there mm-hmm. rightly so actually, I think Sadly, for some reason in the past, I think there haven't been a lot of black girls as artists. I think they have come through with consistent hits, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, enough to really pave their own way. So when I look at the history, which I do all the time and wonder why have there have not, not been a lot of black girls before me, I think it's because they just weren't having, as, they weren't having the kind of careers that their other racist counterparts were. hmm and I think a lot of that came down to songs. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that came down to just consistency. For whatever reason, it might not even been their fault. but Even
1: exposure, though. Exposure. Even understanding of what makes a good hit. 100%. You have to almost explore outside of yourself,
0: potentially. Yeah, 100%. And I think a lot of them are given a fair chance as well. So I've looked at that and it has made me sad sometimes to think there haven't been a lot of role models before me that I can look at and say, yeah, I can do this now. Mm-hmm. But I think... Over the last five years, it's completely changed. I've seen this, yeah. Right? Yeah. So now you have so many more, like black females and black males in fact from this country doing such an amazing job Mm -hmm. that i now can feel more confident and think i can do this now yeah and even in america like i remember when scissor came around and when like even normani now and these people are killing it and i'm like okay thank god i've got people that are showing me you can do this yeah but they have songs if you look at these these amazing girls exactly yeah so i think that's what it's all about right now
1: Okay, so we're going to get into the main interview and I really wanted to talk about the art of like hustling in, in secret and I right. feel like that's something that you um, have kind of done and actually what yeah. a lot of writers do because mm. you're here really making the hits, but not everyone knows about you yeah. um, yet because girl is about to be <laughs> launching like doing her own stuff oh independently no. and we cannot wait for that. We're Thank excited. You. But have there been any challenges that you have faced? Yeah. And have you faced rejection
0: as well? Oh my gosh. And how have you dealt with it? So much rejection. Ooh. So much rejection. I mean at the beginning, remember like I wanted to be an artist from day one. Yeah. And a lot of people were like meh nah. Nah. what was there? Nah. you just, should just I just they just weren't they didn't believe what I believed and that's okay like not everyone mm-hmm. is going to believe it the biggest artists in the world have so much rejection mm-hmm. but I did face a lot of that and you know what I had to help a lot of people do what I wanted to do right so helping other people have the same dream as you and you've helped them and done that for them yeah is one of the hardest things to ever experience mm-hmm. and it has to only build strength in you because oh my gosh I remember Flo won't even know this but do you remember when Flo was on X Factor because yeah, I, I worked remember, on X Factor for two years with Simon and
1: oh hold on pause we haven't mentioned this oh I didn't even mention this. <laughs> Camille was the
0: vocal coach I was yeah for I was amazing when I was on that show. Like helping Fleur because what we would do as well it wasn't more than vocal coaching it was more you would go to his house have meetings and we'd pick the right songs for the artist and how can we change them and we'd make them to it was a lot of stuff but working with Fleur was amazing because I knew her before Mm -hmm. X Factor and then seeing her crazy success on that show I remember like one time at Wembley when she's performing I went into the toilet and I cried oh but it was only because like I was so happy for her but I just wanted that so bad. Like As well. It's making me emotional when thinking about it now. And I had but to help her really do that. But this is a really
1: important truth that I think that people need to to hear. Yeah. That like sometimes you're still on your journey. Oh my gosh. And you might look at others who are already
0: there yeah. and be like, oh my God. And so And I know hard. that you're actually
1: helping them so on hard. that journey. And then we
0: wrote, I did sax with her. So sax was one of the biggest songs ever and wouldn't come off the tee. All Christmas. I remember that Christmas. But... Like, even doing that and watching her have that success. Listen, this game as a writer, if you want to be an artist, is so hard and you have to be so patient. Patience, 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 patience is essential in everything. Patience. And on one hand, I'm so happy that we've had success like even the recent mabel songs i've done she's done so well from those songs and i'm so proud of it and it's only making me more like right 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 i can do this now yeah i can do this myself now if i can do it for these amazing artists you can do it for yourself I can do it for myself. you've
1: probably had quite a lot of learnings though off the back of it so yeah you had the rejection but you've been able to watch what's worked for yeah, the girls that's so true and maybe that's what hasn't. so
0: true it has taught me so much also do you know what it's taught me the main thing yeah is like, be good to people mm-hmm. and be nice to people. Yeah. Because I've literally seen people come and go. I can't tell you the amount of artists I've seen. That aren't, you wouldn't even know, you wouldn't even remember them now. Yeah. Do you know, know what I mean? Yeah. And word travel so quick in this industry. And the one thing people say is, oh, Cam, you're just a sweet girl. And that yeah. means more to me than anything because people talk wow people's reputation Let me be talking let me tell you so I think the biggest thing I've learned is to just treat people well from the runners that you see behind the scenes to the engineers in the studio to the people that are bringing you food like mm-hmm. those people are so important
1: yeah yeah respect like treat everyone the treat same. everyone the same amazing okay so how have you been able to create opportunities for yourself because <gasps> I think there's a lot of I'm just doing stuff myself.
0: I've had to be so proactive because there's opportunities right there in front of you, but you have to take them. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, I remember I was in the studio with Timberland, which was one of the scariest moments of my life. Mm -hmm. Who we've all grown up on his music, right? Yes. And I had one of my first songs come out. It was called Body. And I remember I was in the studio with him and I rapped his music to him. It was so funny. I was rapping like, baby girl, oh. But so and he you was looking were to me rapping like, to Tim because and- I was so nervous. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I was just like, oh, and he was just looking at me like, are you all right? And I, was like, yeah, I love you, whatever. But I played him. I said to him, can I play you my song? And he was like, yeah, sure. Like, sure. Cool. And I played it to him as nervous as I was. Yeah. And he loved it. And since then, we've had such a great relationship and it's things like that, I think, that you have to just be brave and yeah. put yourself out. I think this industry is all about doing that with re with balance. Like, you don't want to be that person that's like,
1: Yeah, do you know and what I, I mean? Think the, the thing about you is that you're actually, I wouldn't say you're shy, but you're not like a, Hey, I'm, oh, walk no, into the room. I'm not, I'm here with all no. the drama. You're not that nah. person. You're very, you know... Because I think talent speaks for itself, right? But then you also still know how to put yourself out to the right person when you need to. Yeah. In a way that isn't jarring. No. Some people, oh my gosh.
0: No, I just can't. For some reason, I don't know, I think it's my sister's fault actually because she's so... She kind of really dislikes that whole celebrity culture. Like she's so over it. And if she even sees a celebrity in the room, my sister's the kind of person to be like... (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The opposite. She's the complete opposite. And just seeing her be so self-assured like that in situations has made me, like, the same. Not that I'm rolling my eyes, but I'm very much like, okay, that's a celebrity. But I'm also, I bring bring worth. Yeah. And I bring something to the table. So I've got to rate myself as well. Yes, rate yourself.
1: I love that. Yeah. So how do you stay authentic and true to yourself
0: while still chasing your dreams? (gasps) That is very hard because... Especially in this industry as well. Everyone knows, everyone, and I'm so glad now there's more of this, but how much social media just affects us. Like, I've been hating social media for years years I wrote songs about it there's a song on my last EP called Within it is all about how much I can't stand social media Mm -hmm. because it just makes you especially us as young this young generation we're in it just makes you so insecure for no reason so as much as I'm on social media I'm not on it does that make sense you're like, not even on it i probably won't even you're, see you're stuff. getting
1: on it more because actually like you're not someone who poses and puts yourself out no, there. no and generally you always used to that. say that to me yeah, i would i did want you Do to you be remember? on it more and put yourself out there more I know. but there's also you know this whole you're authentic in the fact that you don't need
0: all of that to be I know. successful i know Girls it's never here, been my number thing. one thing anyway <laughs> so (laughs) i can't deal with you yeah do you know what it is i just i struggle with the way it makes me feel okay that's the biggest reason as to why i'm not on socials all the time or i take constant breaks from it if it wasn't for connecting with people and helping people because the amount of messages i get about suicide is alarming Mm -hmm. it's alarming and i go on my dms purely to get back to those people and Mm -hmm. check on them make sure they're okay i know all these people by their first name so it's like that's the main reason why I'm on there. What mm-hmm. I hate is the way it can make me scroll through and I'm seeing things. I don't need to see on that yeah. day. Yeah, I don't need to feel insecure. Mm-hmm. I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I've decided I'm beautiful. Exactly. Not Instagram or social media or Twitter. So. Or how many
1: likes you have or how many people engage with your it's post. Just ridiculous. You, it's just like, yeah. ridiculous. And you know what? You're not the only one. I like, know. This is such an, an epidemic right now yeah. where people are even losing themselves because... Yeah. They're just so focused on the I scroll know. and what's going on and they don't realise it's impacting their self esteem as well. So I
0: know.
1: okay. So it's crazy. <laughs>
0: okay. But you're still <laughs>
1: authentic because I'm trying to be
0: all, like it's a journey, do you know what I mean? I think we're all gonna lose our way sometimes. It's a big fog that we're in and it's hard to find your way. But I think the key for me has been to take regular breaks from social media. It's the one thing I know I can do to get back in tune with myself Mm -hmm. and also try and write about it. So, like, I remember with Little Mix, they were going through the same thing. And obviously, Jessie's just had her documentary out, which is just ridiculously amazing. But I remember, like, we wrote a song called Strip, which... I wanted to be them showing everyone that you can take off the makeup and you can take off this stuff and still be beautiful. Mm -hmm. And they wrote on their bodies, like, all the horrible things people said about them. Oh, yeah,
1: I saw that campaign as well. It was
0: crazy, wasn't it? But things like that I try to do to at least help others as well where I can. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Okay, and actually this is going back to a point we made earlier, but how did you stay focused even when your name was attached to some big hits, yeah, the credits that were other people's yeah. stuff? Um, d- And how would you advise someone who might be dealing with feelings of resentment, say at work, when they might be doing work oh, for other that's people? that's a good question. But not always getting credit.
0: Oh, that's a good question. Oof. Listen, it's hard. I'm not even going to lie because sometimes you just want to... Not literally, not literally. No, but I get angry sometimes. I'm like, that's meant to be me. I wanna do that. And everyone has that. And you're right, it's not easy. But I think the patience that you can learn from this thing will help you forever. Like the strength Mm -hmm. to watch that repeatedly, I think everyone has their time if that's yes, one thing right i've seen that. right
1: everyone Listen, has
0: their time this person is on top right now but it will not last forever not in a horrible way mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. your time is also coming mm-hmm. so and i've seen it now in my life yes. i've actually seen it yeah. so i think it's about knowing that and practicing the art of patience every day mm-hmm. It's important that. yeah that's an
1: amen okay good okay have you had to cut certain <laughs> people off um when you're in work or hustle mode and are your friends Ooh. understanding i know your close right. friends are.
0: yeah you know all my girls like they're all so my friends i'm lucky i have a very tight-knit group of friends mm-hmm. maybe about five friends and my sister mm-hmm. around me so they've always been supportive yeah. To the point where they get angry when i don't tell them things that are coming out and because mm-hmm. i don't even talk to them much about it that's how i, I am yeah. I'm such a little, you know, hermit under the bridge just hiding away. But I think it's important to have people around you that are going to lift you up and encourage you. That I read a book where it said, you know, you should surround yourself with people greater than you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I do that a lot. I wouldn't say I've had to cut people off. I can go ghost on people, though. Yeah. But I think we can all do a bit of ghosting, like, find feeling your vibe. Do you know what I'm saying? And what I do a lot is I can mute a lot of people online. Right. I do a lot of that. Cause you don't want to hear their their voices. Not even in a horrible way. I just don't need to see it every day. I'm yeah. not actually meant to be seeing this every day. I'm not. Yeah. I'm meant no, to be looking it. at it once a week. It's healthy or Yeah. I'm not meant to be seeing what anyone's doing every minute of the day. Yeah, as agree. much as I love y'all. Yeah. I'm not even I don't even know what I'm doing. I need to look after myself. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So hundred percent. I do a lot of that. I love the mute
1: button. Oh, I love so it because they don't even have to be offended. No, like they don't need to know
0: that you're not looking. No,
1: right? like, oh, really. Listen, wow. Do you know what
0: people should be doing? Is muting stuff that is not beneficial and following more things that are going to inspire you. Like, do you know who's happening I'm happy to see every day is Gary Vee. Gary V's posts, yeah. for example.
1: He, you I, I, I do love him. I am a fan. <laughs> even went to go see him <laughs> at like you? some event. Hit yeah, two day oh, event. That's oh I'm a gosh. fan,
0: but some days we'll be like oh god. <laughs> I hear you, but do you know what? At least he's got something positive yes, to say agreed, to me. Agreed. I'm not just looking at a picture of a girl like... Yeah.
1: <laughs> Tongue do you know up, what I mean? Yeah. I don't like every day. It's true. I love that. I love that. Okay, <laughs> so many musicians are becoming moguls and entrepreneurs. Yes. Um, Beyonce, Rihanna, Jay-Z, Nas. Yes. Do you think it's important to be business-minded as a musician and yes. not just vo- focus on the music?
0: Yes. This is my favourite question. Oh, oh, let's get into that then, because this is what we're all about. This is what I'm doing right now. Yes. I've had enough. I feel like, why are we being told what to do and being told when something can come out and what your thing's going to look at and who you are and mm-hmm. you decide that yourself. We're in mm-hmm. an era now where music is yours. Like you yeah. can put something on Spotify today and it could be a hit and no one else can tell you nothing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And we're so powerful now as mm-hmm. creatives that you're allowed to do it yourself and you should do it yourself. So I'm all about that. Like I've set up my record label now, I've set up my publishing company now wow. so I can sign writers and artists and producers and I'm so excited because I just how feel empowered. How did you learn to
1: do that? How, how did, you did you know I learn? how to do
0: this? Well, enough time in this industry has taught me what it takes. Okay. I had that experience of being signed to a record label mm-hmm. and I saw what they were doing. And I, con- I connect a lot of a lot of record labels. It's my mm-hmm. job. So fortunately, I was able to see that in practice a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think... There's always people that you can speak to. I've got an amazing lawyer. I've got an amazing management team who guide me as well. So Mm -hmm. it's not just me on my own. It's definitely a team effort, I'd say.
1: So that business business savviness is any everyone
0: should be really being open to it. I think that should be the end goal. Yeah. Okay. I think you need to work your way through. I'm not saying you should start off right now and go and run your, your record own label. Leg. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. If you're ready for it, of course. But I mean, you should definitely look at that being your goal. And it shouldn't be always to be on a record deal assigned to someone else. You mm-hmm. should be looking to own your copyrights and own your own masters and mm-hmm. do things yourself.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's just a lot more control. And I think yeah. this applies to like so many industries. Not yes. just the music industry, the fashion industry, what I do for a yeah. living, just anyone just trying Look to take that. a bit more control. And understanding what's going on yeah. is like important.
0: Oh my gosh. That like
1: people are just like there and all your money's gone. Why is I it know. that so
0: many sportsmen who've oh made millions go bankrupt? I just I don't know. understand. It makes me sad when I see that because they've just been ill-advised. And I think you're so right. Like when we were talking about studying like you need to learn music law or mm-hmm. learn the basics of music entertainment and what yeah. it entails
1: mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so are there any musicians <laughs> who have inspired you, both from their hustle, work ethic, but also from their music perspective?
0: I would say my biggest ones, of course, would be Beyonce. I think everyone's is. Pharrell has taught me what it means to be a creative mm-hmm. and how to be consistent for years. Yes. He is a vampire, like yeah. he's a living vampire. Like has and aged. I don't understand yes. what kind of life he's living, but it's... I went outside his house one time, I'm so sad. Like me and my sister went to LA, and we went on one of them um, celebrity tours. Yeah. We go through the bushes and see the house. <laughs> like, <"For> <laughs> I literally, when his house is green, like green glass, really, it's crazy. It was beautiful, but I was just looking. Did outside you go through like, his like um, rubbish? His, no, I'm not I've that heard of people they, they do like dumpster
1: diving. Like they look <laughs> through like diving. no, but they go through like celebrities' <laughs> like rubbish to see what they have in there. They found some. Some dodgy items. I'm are gonna I lie. You can't even
0: do dumpster diving. No, never people do <laughs> YouTube videos. Why? Have you heard of that? <laughs> oh gosh, that's because I spent too much time on YouTube. Oh, that's brilliant. So I saw what was in Zac so Efron's bin. Oh no, babe, this is. I don't want to know. This is so <laughs> bad and disgusting. What are people <laughs> doing? So but yeah, no, Pharrell for teaching okay. me that. Yeah. And then also, I'd say most recently Rihanna, just because how can it be that she has now transcended into mogul status like in
1: two years listen. in two years it's mad but obviously it's been like 10 years she's building amazing. up and then she's just gone I know hard
0: i know but listen. it's the fact that what she did you can tell she didn't just go out and do that she studied like you can see mm-hmm. the products they're just too good to have yeah she knew what she was doing so i think it's all about knowing what you're doing and being brave but yeah those three people definitely Amazing. So
1: what's made you want to work on your own music when you have had such a huge success songwriting?
0: (gasps) Well, it's because I always wanted to do it, babe. So even the songwriting thing, (laughs) you did. As much as I was like doing that and enjoying it, it wasn't my first love. Okay. It was like something I enjoyed and happened to be quite decent at. I always wanted to be an artist. So this is something that has been here from the beginning and it's like a burning desire and a horrible voice in my head and it doesn't go away and I have to do it.
1: And I can't wait to see, it, like, everything coming out. Thank you. have all doing some amazing stuff. Thank you, ben. So do you share all your work and what you're doing with your followers? Do you think it's important to promote what you're doing or to move more silently?
0: It depends, actually. I think... Followers always want to know what you're up to. Mm -hmm. So it's important to definitely give them stuff to to eat and to have. But I also think there's a massive importance of like hustling quietly to yourself because I'm all about that. And Mm -hmm. it's not because I'm necessarily trying to be shy or whatever behind the scenes. I just saw the way my parents moved Mm -hmm. and they weren't these people like bragging and showing off and whatever. They were very silent with that hustle yeah and then you just see my mum going accepting mbe do you know what i mean it's that from the okay, queen herself from right? the queen babe mm-hmm. like it's mm-hmm. that level of okay. pride that i have in them that i wanted to emulate that so yeah. i just believe in when things are popping they will pop i won't have to say anything yeah, yeah. i won't even have to but there's it. also something about sharing so i'm trying to find a balance at the moment yeah that works yeah for you. yeah exactly
1: now your background is in finance we've had this discussion but <laughs> yes. do you f- find that it has helped you to be even more business-savvy in the music industry.
0: Yes and no because I think all girls my age and our age love to shop. Like <laughs> I'm sorry I just I can't deal sometimes. there's literally just take a sip of the drink. Yeah. Sometimes it's just bad when I'm online late at night. I will shop. Girl, it's it's really really stop. bad. But of course, yeah, having a financial background has taught me at least, you know, what to do I'd be looking at you know certain things like interest rates and inflation rates and when you're buying a house what the right thing is to do and what are the right accounts to put things in so yeah it just meant that I wasn't like completely looking like a dummy when yeah. I was like in certain meetings and stuff for sure mm-hmm. and it gave me like a breadth of understanding about the world I'm in but I definitely think it comes down to you as a person mm-hmm. how you are with money mm-hmm. as well agreed yeah Did it help you, though,
1: negotiate when you're, like, in meetings or at least know your worth or
0: anything like that? Yeah, help me know my worth. Because when people... I can come across, I think, sometimes a bit... Not ditzy, but a bit like... Because that's my vibe. I'm just having fun. This is such a fun job I have. But people then see in meetings I'm quite quite serious and I know what I'm talking about. And, no, it's going to be like this, 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 and this because of this. Do you ever find, like,
1: as a woman, you almost have to... When you go to certain (laughs) things, you have to almost come across as a bit more like masculine because you don't want like, it's, like, you sometimes like, I might wear like a shirt like really buttoned but, up yeah. because I just want to look really serious like take me seriously when I go in and meet like a bank manager yeah. or something yeah because I don't want you not just to see me I with know. my weave and my like, red like, lipstick my high heels I know like, I just tone it all the way down yeah to let them know I'm in business it and
0: it's you know what it's as much as that's amazing i Guess a bit sad that sometimes there are still those preconceptions yeah. of women yeah. and how we look, meaning that we're not smart, we're not intelligent. But I think the power is also sometimes going into things when you look like busted flames. or you look flames, whatever, however you want to look. Like the minute you open your mouth, people know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I've learned this now. I'll turn up to meetings in my tracksuit bottoms, I don't care because True. this is what's going down, and I know yeah. what I'm doing, yeah. I'm in control. So I think sometimes when women have a hard we really do have a hard life, I think, with the preconceptions on us. And mm-hmm. I think it's about us proving people wrong all the time. But if we keep on doing that, it's gonna make a difference. And I, I think, think
1: if we know what we're
0: talking about, yes. we
1: come with the numbers, we come with the yeah. accolades. Yeah. Like you can't,
0: you can't say anything, They can't say, say anything. anything. Like the evidence they can't is clear. Anything. Exactly. Amazing.
1: Okay, so what does your morning routine look
0: like? Oh my gosh. I the a typical really day actually for you as able, well. Okay. Well, I'm really bad at mornings. Okay. That's I'm fine. not a morning person. Okay. I have to set about three or four snoozes before I get up. Right. So I stagger them from 6 a.m. <laughs> and I'm still usually late. It's really bad, but usually that's my morning going in and out of the snooze button. Then I wake up and I like to pray. Lovely. I do like to talk to God in the morning. I think God is such an important part of my life from where I am. And then I will drag myself to the shower. But in the shower, I've got a mirror. (laughs) Your face. Do you know why I did this, right? I put a shower in a place where people can feel the most insecure. I put a mirror in there. Sorry, I put a mirror in there because I wanted to be forced to look at myself That's
1: so and love myself. That's so interesting. But yeah. Also yeah. I, do you know what? With it's, the sleep in your eye and the back still kind of bent. If from you the can look before. at yourself
0: like that and be okay with it, yeah, it's given me such confidence. I would encourage anyone to do that. It's a full length mirror. And every time I'm in the shower, I look at myself and I just go, do you know what? I don't care. I've got this stretch mark here. I've got this cellulite here. This boob isn't the same size, this boob, whatever it is mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. have, like all my insecurities, I look at them and I deal with them and I go, right, I'm, I'm cool, I'm fine. Wow. Every, every single day. Yeah. I and then I like, pretend I'm in a music video with the water coming down like, <laughs> Mariah Carey or whatever. And then I'm usually even more late. What do I do after that? I usually skip breakfast. Okay. I'm not really a breakfast girl. Right. Are you? Um, I am now. Yeah. I'm a breakfast, <laughs> lunch, dinner, and everything, everything. kind of right now. But yeah, right. I don't, I don't really love breakfast. Me you too. You don't really need it. I know. I feel like we don't. Think you need it, no. no, we just survive on our own amazingness. I think <laughs> in the morning. But yeah, that's typically my morning. Is a lot of reflection, and I usually listen to demos and music and stuff. And Martin, my manager, will usually tell me where I'm going for the day. Okay. And then I just so he's up. up before you. We'll send you like a text message. Oh my gosh! Like, hey, yeah, girl. he's done my whole schedule. So. He's done everything. He's amazing, writing, And he tell me where I'm going and what I've got on today and stuff. And then I just show up and try and do a good job. So prior to that, <laughs> you wouldn't
1: really know what you're doing. It's fair. The, you have a it's rough idea in your mind. A rough
0: idea. But obviously it is important. I think the more business you have in, it's important to have people to help you schedule like, and stuff. do what you're doing and help you get the best out of your job. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. How do you relax? How do I relax? I love to cook. Yes. I don't know if anyone sees me on Instagram. I love cooking. I really want my own cooking show. What's your favourite dish then? I have so many favourite dishes but like I love making, I'm Caribbean so like yeah. any kind of curry, chicken curry, plantain, babe, I will make you dinner, listen, you okay. know I love okay. it. Okay. You said you're doing your house for me or something Yeah so. I'm going to okay, do good. it. You yeah, you cooking? Yeah, yeah I'm okay, cooking. Fine, I'm there. It'll be fine but I like making big feasts like I'm not like ai am going to make a small thing for my, I make a feast of food and I'm, yes. I beg people to come around and like when they don't come round I get sad So I love people <laughs> Eating my food, but that's kind of how I relax. Netflix, I love. Yeah, we all love a little. Although Netflix. I don't really stick on one thing, I kind of get a bit. I find Netflix hard to stick to something. You're not like a
1: serial series watcher or anything no,
0: like that. No, I'm kind of weird on Netflix. Like my friends always cross me for it because one set, one episode in, I can get a bit bored and then I'm on to the next thing. Okay, fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. skittish. But <laughs> yeah. as long as you're relaxing, then yeah, that's fine.
0: Exactly, definitely. Amazing.
1: So what is next for you and what do you want to have achieved in the next
0: five years? Oh, my gosh. Next for me is world domination because I'm Let's not keep ready. not basic. No. World, not UK. No. Global domination. Global domination. I've got, as I say, my record label now, my publishing company. So I'm going to be signing loads of people that I love and helping others, which is mm. important to me. Um, I'm going to be doing lots of charity work in Africa, which I'm so excited about from next year. I'm really going to be heavily focused on that and just my own artist project Mm -hmm. now, which, you know, I'm starting, as I say, doing it myself. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting for me. I'm going to be putting out loads of of music, loads of music and just collaborating. Amazing. So excited.
1: Have you set like goals for yourself? You actively set your goals and you're like, I'm going to work towards this and this.
0: Do you know what I think? Not really. I'd say strong goals like that. I always want to better the year I had last year, and mm. I'm lucky enough that's been happening every year just through the hard work that we've been doing. But I'd say now my goals are more for myself. I have yeah. more personal goals. Like I really want to be happy, mm-hmm. and I really want I have to have a family, and mm-hmm. I really want to be in a just happy place in my heart with myself. Yeah. Because I'm noticing how that directly affects my work. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So I've kind of shifted my goal thing now because I think I've achieved, thank God, a lot of things I wanted to achieve. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put too much pressure on myself. But I think just being happy is the most important thing for me right now. I love that. Yeah.
1: All right. So this section is... Some quick fire questions. <gasps> Drop and give me 20. It's not always 20 questions. But okay, I'm We're insane. just going to answer them like one by one. Give you the first thing that comes
0: off the top of your head. Oh, okay? I hate these because I always mess it up. Cuba or Jamaica? Oh, babe. Oh, God. Oh, I said, do you know what? Jamaica, just because I, I go there more. Okay. Yeah, Jamaica.
1: Mummy's not going to be annoyed. I actually.
0: know, she's going to be upset with me. <laughs>
1: Jamaica, Jamaica. The UK or the US? UK. Musician or music mogul? Oh, these are hard, babe. Musician mogul? <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You can switch it up, that's Thanks.
0: fine.
1: Hair or makeup?
0: Hair. Yeah, hair, definitely. Yeah. Winter or summer? Winter. I hate summer sometimes. I get sweaty. It's too hot. I just get sweaty. Okay. I have a serious armpit problem. I'm always sweating. I sweat so easy. I'm hearing about this, but I'm scared that it gets traveled in through your veins and stuff. (laughs) I just get scared of things like that. No. Okay. Maybe you can show me a good place to get it. Winter then. Okay. Yeah, winter, winter. Okay. The quote you live by is be nice. I like that one.
1: The most famous person you've worked with is?
0: I would say probably Rihanna, like right now. She's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, I met her really one as well. I know, I saw when you I met her. Down. That was so nice. No, no, no you've she's worked not, with
1: her, hello. Ah! Like you were like in actual like. No,
0: she's amazing, man. man. She's, she's amazing. amazing.
1: The person you'd most like to work with is? Pharrell amazing yeah the hardest lesson you've learned so far in your career is
0: not everyone is gonna like you even you oh babe 100 percent. people oh. don't always like you and that's fine people ain't so not everyone's gonna feel you wow right
1: i would really struggle i definitely know i'm my mic
0: <laughs> your biggest regret in life so far is i think my biggest regret in life was not seeing how amazing I was sooner
1: okay lovely
0: not tr- not seeing that from a young age and being I was a very insecure child really? yeah I struggled with a lot of insecurity I didn't feel I didn't feel beautiful I didn't feel popular I was really troubled I think so not seeing that sooner that I'm amazing
1: but now you know because we're doing but world domination basically that mirror that mirror in the shower helps. Yeah, babe.
0: Listen, your family trust me, you need to get that. It's so sick. Oh, I'm not ready for it. You can be all sexy and like, oh uh, I'd consider it. Okay. Fine, consider right,
1: it. If you could relive one moment in life again, what would it be?
0: When we got the two number ones. Week after week, so I knocked myself off number one. I don't think any like female, let alone black female, has done that. So I think that's a really special thing that I did. Like I knocked myself off number one. I could not believe that
1: with another number. With another number one. Can can anyone else say that? (laughs) Oh, thank you, God. That was amazing. If you weren't doing what you were doing now, what would you be?
0: I would be some kind of hustler and entrepreneur because I know I wouldn't have stayed at my job because I was really Mm -hmm. bored and I walked out, but I would definitely been hustling because even when I was at that job, I was hustling on the side. I was making websites. I love this. I was doing big Multi-talented. I was, was, because I needed to have money to get things. I wanted nice things. I wanted to shop, so I just had to support my hustle. So, yeah, I would definitely be I'd be doing something online.
1: Amazing. Yeah.
0: Your biggest fear is? Spiders. Did you see? Oh my! I don't know if you saw my Instagram the other day. The spider that was in my sink—it was a tarantula. That was a they're full coming out at this listen. time of year. This I is just, like no.
1: September, October. They get Come, bigger they and do. hairier. They do. They're hairy. But,
0: this thing was so big. Oh, oh no! I'm now thinking. About spiders. <laughs> Sorry, no spiders. I can't do. <laughs> You're inspired by anyone hardworking. The secret to success is loving what you do. Happiness. I love that. Yeah.
1: 15 minutes with Beyoncé or £1 million, which are you taking?
0: 15 minutes with Beyoncé. I'll take the million. No, <laughs> man. The, the Beyoncé the Beyonce thing is... Do you know what the worst thing is? Like I worked on that album, the Lion King album, and I was in her whole office, like, smelling the walls and touching. I was literally like... Beyoncé was here. Been here. Like, I was everywhere. And... I didn't get a song on that album and I was so devastated. Uh, and it's just, you know what? I was crying and upset, but it's like, even at this stage and this level, you still get things that don't work out. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. And now I'm okay with it, but it still means that my Beyonce dream hasn't been fulfilled. So Yet.
1: yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because it means that it's coming then, you know? I hope so. Okay, I I'll keep that.
0: trying. i no, going to keep trying. It's coming. Beyonce might
1: see this heavy.
0: <laughs> I love you, Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know if she watches Beyoncé. I know. I think yet. she does. <laughs> I think Thanks. she definitely does.
1: Okay. Oh, seven, nine, me. Oh, seven, nine, me. Talent is something you're born with or you develop?
0: Oh, I think a bit of both, you know because there's some people out here who can't sing yeah but they know how to do like an auto tune thing like do you know what i mean Mm. like okay a lot of that there's a lot of that okay for example i bet if we heard travis scott without auto tune you might not like his voice as much but he knows how to use Mm. that thing for him and that's a talent in itself i think true so it's a bit of both true i think
1: i feel like it's Develop, you
0: know. Do you think develop? Yeah. Okay, some yeah. Some people are
1: born not that smart, <laughs> not that gifted, not that talented, but they work it's on true. it. It's true.
0: And it's true. And then there's true. talent
1: that just goes to the wind.
0: I know. I don't get that. But you're right. A bit of
1: both A bit great. of both. The favourite song you've written is?
0: I think right now my favourite song that I've written is probably Don't Call Me Up um, for Mabel. Just because... I loved seeing how quickly that thing helped her through a bad breakup. Like, she came in the studio, she was so sad, my little babes. And we were like, right, we're going to write about him. That's it, I've had enough. I'm fed up of seeing her cry Aww. she's such a sweet girl so seeing that and seeing the success she had and how it took her massive that song i think it's been one of my favorite moments yeah oh, i
1: love that yeah i love the impact that music genuinely oh my has gosh. on people's lives like, i love it's, it. a, it's a real thing
0: and my favorite thing is actually writing about people's breakups a lot of my songs are about this guy's done something to you All right? cool
1: we, we, it's we like a weapon out him yeah, yeah we okay. are I love, I love it
0: so empowering
1: okay that's drop and give me 20 done Whee! we're gonna do our little questions about the wallet oh it's a bit God. It's, it's not too much we're not gonna be like just tell me your bank balance okay fine right like that but what we like to do is just get an idea on how you perceive money? What you use your money with? Okay. If you even have any? Some girls will come up and be like, I don't have any because I spend it all I on have bags. Money. I got a Hermes I bag do. and I'm broke. Okay, so it's fine. We just keep it really honest. And Hermes bags here.
0: are so expensive. I know. I can't I even I deal
1: with that. But. <laughs> like a how some people that's what they want i know like, i get it they i get it, it, I don't they don't can judge. Have it i don't judge you know and i'm out here buying bags as well so Babes. i'll be honest with you that's my advice
0: if you can buy if you can afford it i always say with bags and things like that if you can afford two of them then you should then you can buy one okay
1: yeah oh oh right most people are not using that logic babe. okay
0: that's what my mom taught me that's, she always I said if you that. can buy two of them then you can have one and i was like hmm
1: Gosh, okay. Yeah. Did you make any mistakes when you first started out? What would you have done differently? With money? Yes.
0: Okay, yes. So on my first publishing deal, Mm -hmm. which a lot of young writers, producers will know about, you get your first advance, right? Which means that the publisher will pay you an advance to live Mm -hmm. as a songwriter. Like a, you know, like if you're a footballer, you get an advance, whatever it is. Like a check. But yeah. That you have to pay back, or it depends. It's kind of yeah. You're essentially paying it back over time. Yeah. So it's like an upfront, I guess, not upfront. Yeah. Upfront money. Um, and they do that for you when you sign to them. Mm-hmm. So if I'm signing to a publisher, they'll pay me in advance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. My first advance, I spent it so fast, and I think most people in that position do because you're so excited to have like this chunk of money in your yeah. account. You've never seen that much Is this money why in your account. It's like people buy chains and oh, like babe, cars. Yes. And, like Just sign to the label. It's nuts. It's nuts. Get like stuff iced out, babe. So I didn't know what I was doing and I was... And the worst thing is I wasn't even buying loads of things. I was giving money to people and helping my family because I always dreamed of like, oh, I'm going to buy my mum this and I'm going to do this. And yeah. So my money just went on helping people, really. And I moved into How a little flat. How quickly did you finish through it? It's bad. I'd say like about a year. It's uh, not no, bad. No, it was bad, babe. They, I feel like the guys, they like spend the advance in like I know. two or three days. Like So bad, but... At the end of that year, I was in trouble, innit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. And then my manager said to help me. And I remember it was not a nice time. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, that wasn't good. I learned from that. So what would you have done differently? Oh, my gosh. Just put it down and bought the things I wanted. Because yeah, you should treat yourself. Things. Yeah. But I should have learned to just put the rest away. Yeah.
1: Do you have any tips on how you negotiate for yourself, given your finance background?
0: For me, the best thing you can do, actually is to have an amazing lawyer mm-hmm. because even you know the biggest banks the reason why they're in these positions is they have amazing like legal teams to mm-hmm. help negotiate deals so for me I think the best thing I learned to do and I only knew that because I worked with the legal department a lot in my job as mm-hmm. well and saw how amazing they were with contracts and yeah. all that kind of stuff I'm not going to know everything but my lawyer does so I think it was for me the first thing was getting a great lawyer oh
1: Lovely. I might need a hook up. I'll I'll hook you up with him. He's
0: amazing.
1: Um, After your first number one, do you remember what the first thing you bought was?
0: I bought a Louis Vuitton monogram bag. I still have it now and it's very special. Do you associate the bag (laughs) with the number one? I do. Even though it's got a little tear in it now, I'm a bit upset. But yeah, I do. And I typically, my mum always said, every time you get a number one, you should buy something to remember it with. love that. So I typically tend to buy like some LV when I get a number one. Um, Yeah, I remember one time I was in the airport and I just went in there in the duty free, and they were looking at me like, Oh, can I help you? <laughs> you know. And I was like, Yes, all movements. <laughs> Give me it, everything. Give me it all and <laughs> another one writer, Yeah, you know? it was a oh. lot. And I remember I came out with like the luggage, the the I had the whole thing, and I was just so proud of myself. It was like a proper pretty woman moment. I was like, Yes, bitch, I bought that with my own card, not a man. I did that myself, so like, yeah, it is nice to have moments like that sometimes. But I I don't do it very often. I'm quite a basic bitch. The most money I spend money on is like my food shopping. I'm a foodie. (laughs) I can spend so much money on food shopping, like truffle and just stupid stuff. Babe, I love truffle. I love truffles so much. Oh, truffle oil. Yeah. Tru- Everything truffle. Who buys truffle? Truffles so expensive. But listen, when you're a proper foodie, I'm a foodie, like truffles my team. I'm coming to your house to yeah, eat. Yeah, you okay, have to. Okay. <laughs> no basic bitches out here. We buy truffle, no, we buy truffle. for our regular groceries. We buy
1: groceries. truffle, thank you. What has helped you to become better at handling your money? <gasps>
0: my accountant taught mm-hmm. me a lot so i have an amazing accountant she's very vigilant she's very strict like when i first started working with her i was like oh my gosh like she's putting all my money away for tax and i can't spend it yeah but learning about tax through her i think has been the most amazing thing because now how i see it is if i get money in less than half of that is mine mm, Oh. less than half is mine yeah. Yeah, clear. Or at least put 20% away. Put it away. It's not, don't even see it as yours because yeah. a big problem, I think, in this industry, unlike with, a, i say, a typical job where you get your tax taken out before mm-hmm, you're paid, mm-hmm. we receive it all. And then we have to take our own tax out. When you're self-employed, that's how it works. So it's difficult because that money feels like it's yours, and you've no, it's got not. This, it's not it's not yours, babe. That's what actually
1: ends up <laughs> getting most celebrities
0: yeah. and Lauren yeah. Hill. It was
1: like tax issues.
0: That's why oh, they end up in prison. The Wesley
1: Snipes and yeah, stuff. Do you remember? I know it's tax. You yeah, thought man. you had money? It's not you yours. Know.
0: It's not yours. It's the government. It's the government. Exactly.
1: Other than yourself, what are you investing in?
0: Well, I'm with an amazing bank, and they help me invest in a lot of great things. You see? got a pension. I have a pension, which is right. you got a pension, girl. Okay, yes, you know what time it is because we can't be out here stunting and not living well when we're 60, mm. all right? But um, yeah, my bankers have been really amazing. My, one bank in particular... He's so good at helping me invest in the right things. So one thing I like to do is if I know I've got a lot of tax to be paid soon, I like to have that money aside and in an account where it's at least earning something. So I'm not just paying the tax. At least I get a little bit of profit off that. Oh, that's a
1: really good idea. I haven't done that.
0: Yeah, things like that are really good to do where you're not just... Because I hated that feeling of all this tax I'm paying and it's not... I've got this money, but it's not doing anything for me. Yeah. So that was a really important thing that I've Tax I've money could be making money, and so at least you're not paying just the tax. Oh, I didn't
1: realize. Yeah. Oh, I've just learned yeah. something because I have put it in a bank account that is not got. You should be putting it in interest. a really high
0: interest account until like the highest one because you know it's going on a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah, things like that are really good.
1: Mm-hmm. You've learned something new. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What advice do you have for people, especially women, wanting to become better at managing their money?
0: Okay, one thing I would say is number one to share with people who you know that can help you so exactly in your friendship group there's going to be you're going to have one friend who's probably at least a you know a business savvy person or a frugal person with money like i think it's important to share a lot of us a lot of times we don't like to share things with our friends but sometimes if you talk to your friends like for example two of my friends now buying a house and they've really got closer through bonding over what they're Mm -hmm. doing and Mm -hmm. their deposits and all this kind of stuff so Sharing is caring with the right people. Yes, with the right. I like that with right? the right people. You don't need to tell everybody no. your salary. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No. And the thing is, you don't even need to disclose your salary. It's just actually like asking questions and from people the same age as you. Mm-hmm. And if not that, like getting in touch with people, your parents, your aunties, people you can talk to, your uncles, relatives that can help you with some advice as well is always good. Yeah,
1: I love that. Like talking about money is yeah. really important, which is why I'm
0: doing this part. This is a good, really, yes. really good part of the show. I love that.
1: I actually think we're almost done. We're about to wrap. But I'd love to hear like a takeaway from you. Um, Maybe like a one-liner on something that's really important to you. And maybe some advice that you have.
0: I would say... Do you know what I would say to everyone out there? Is to be patient with yourself. Because I think a lot of the time in this world we're in now, everything has to be so quick. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything has to be now. You have to look perfect now. You have to do this right now. I think just take time with yourself. Like you were the most important thing in this world. There's only one of you, right? No one else can do what you're doing. There's only you. So I think it's important to love yourself and be patient with yourself. Everything else that you want in life will come once you love yourself first. So for example, if you're not happy in your job, you should love yourself enough to take a chance on yourself and do something you love and you'll be so fruitful Mm -hmm. at that thing Amazing! Yeah, that's amazing. what I'm saying. I love that. Thank you so thank much
1: for you coming on. You are. Such I'm, a so you. I'm
0: so proud we're of you. We're all so proud of you. Oh, you are shining you. a thank light you. for all thank of you. us.
1: I'm, and, I'm yeah, really happy, it's been a happy that I have such a circle of like amazing people. And I know we're not tight, Aww. tight, but we. I've seen your journey. I know. You probably seen mine,
0: and it's just
1: great. And like, we've got other successful girlfriends in our circle. We really
0: who, like, do in the medical industry. i out here
1: doing amazing: I know. We've got
0: amazing people Around us man I'm so grateful But you've been So incredible oh, And you. it's such a pleasure To be here So thank you for having me
1: Alright Camille I'll put all of her social Down below Check her out She's got lots of links I'm sure To all the amazingness That is coming out Tell her to post I'm going to post more, promise. But also to be authentic, so whatever works. We're (laughs) down, we're down for that, we're here. (laughs) We just want all the music. All right, guys, thank you so much for catching up with us on the Court of Guard podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. If you like the Caught Off Guard podcast, tell a friend to tell a friend about it. Please share the podcast on social media and let me know your thoughts on what was discussed using the hashtag pod. I'd love to know what future guests you'd like me to interview and what topics you want me to cover. You can follow me on Instagram and YouTube. You can just Google me, Patricia Bright. And if you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, please don't forget to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you're listening. Please rate and review the podcast. I read all your comments and really appreciate your feedback and support. So until next time.